Hello and welcome to the OK Nerd Podcast. My name is Oscar, and this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything nerd. And I first and foremost, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, for today's episode, I will be going over Spider-Man 2 for the PS5. Uh, this isn't going to be a review or anything like that. I kind of just want to talk about the game because, I mean, this game came out in October, but I have not had that much time to play it. Um, and now that I finished it, I kind of just wanted to talk about it and I want to break it down into different categories. Uh, first and foremost, I kind of just want to talk about what I liked, uh, whether that's gameplay, story, characters, things like that. And then I'm going to talk about what I didn't like. There were some things that I felt um, it could have been better in the game. And, and that's just kind of like with every game. Not every game is perfect, of course. And then I'll probably also kind of talk about what I think would have been better. And, and I'll go over that kind of towards the end once I get to that point. So, uh, like I said, for those of y'all that have been following OK Nerd Podcast for a while, uh, I am going to try to do some episodes monthly just because if you've been following or if you listen to some past episodes, I do have uh, another project going on, another podcast that I do with my colleague that's a mental health podcast. Um, I have been pretty busy with my private practice and kind of just my career in general. So I still want to do this. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable. Um, that's why for those of y'all that stick around and listen, you know, I appreciate it and go ahead and follow us on Instagram and you know reach out shoot us a message tell us uh what you think what you like about the show what you don't like and maybe some episodes that you would like to see in the future so to start off with spider-man 2 first and foremost i just want to talk about everything from the build-up to the game Uh, i know that i had done an uh, some past episodes about what I predict is going to be in the game, what I think it's going to be in the game. Some of those things came true, like uh, Harry turning into Venom, which was really cool to see. Um, but the graphics, the the way that the game plays in the PS5, it runs really smooth from the very beginning. There's not a lot of loading screens. Honestly, I don't really even think i saw a loading screen once um when you're fast traveling or when you're switching between characters like peter parker or miles morales there's no big loading screen it doesn't take forever so this is a game that really put i think the ps5's capabilities to the test and it showcased it well and I guess you could say Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, like Horizon Forbidden West, kind of did that. Um, God of War. So kind of like the Sony exclusives kind of have already showcased what the PS5 is capable of. But it's nice to see that really fleshed out in this game. And it's nice to see Insomniac not cut corners, I would say, because I think... 
it's very easy once you considering the success of the first Spider-Man and then when they came out with Miles Morales, which I feel like it was kind of a glorified DLC, but they released it as like its own standalone game. I think it would have been easy for them and maybe some people might have excused them if they would have cut corners, but I feel like they didn't with that regard of how the game runs. So it was nice to see that, which I really appreciated. Um, I'm going to start off with the things that I liked. And first and foremost, what I liked was the gameplay. I thought that the gameplay was pretty smooth. It was fun, like the previous Spider-Man game for the PS4 and also for the Miles Morales game. Uh, Spider-Man is one of those heroes that I think it's pretty easy to make video games out of because he's very acrobatic and his fighting is pretty smooth. So they polished it here pretty well and I really enjoyed that. Uh, another thing that I really, really, really liked was the traversal. Um, the first game for the PS4 knocked it out of the park with the swingy. It was awesome. This one, the addition of the gliding and the web wings made going to and from missions really fun. Uh, exploring the map made it really fun. It, it wasn't a chore to get out there in the open world and see what it is that you could do. It was actually a lot of fun. I think I only used the fast travel feature once because I wanted to see how smooth it was. Because there was a lot of things that people were talking about how, oh, you can fast travel anywhere, um, just anywhere on the map. It doesn't have to be like a certain marker or something like that. So I wanted to test that out and I did, but I only did it like once because the traversal was a lot of fun. I mean, I even after the game, like after the main story, it was a lot of fun. Kind of just you could say, I mean, I know it's gliding, but it almost felt like flying. So while you're gliding it did make me think like man you know they they can do something really cool if they decided to do a hero uh that requires flying like superman or iron man because i know insomniac is already doing wolverine so uh with with how they nailed down the gliding and how fun it was to kind of control that uh, gameplay feature I was, th there were times where I was thinking while I was playing, oh man, you know, if they did like a Superman game or if they did like an Iron Man game or just any superhero that can fly, I was like, they, they kind of got it down. You know, they, they, they got it down. So that was really awesome. The traversal. So the fighting, the traversal, uh, another thing that, that I really enjoyed was switching between Peter and Miles. It was pretty smooth. I liked it that you could kind of do it anytime you wanted. There were some missions that, of course, it would tell you, hey, this is a Peter Parker mission. So if you were Miles, it would say, are you ready to switch? Vice versa, if you were Peter Parker, it's like, hey, this is a Miles Morales mission. Are you ready to switch? Uh, there were some things around the map that only Miles Morales could do or only Peter Parker could do. But there wasn't, it wasn't overbearing, if that makes sense. It, it did feel like I had some freedom 
to pick either or whenever I wanted. Uh, so I, I, I really enjoyed that. I really liked kind of just free roaming as Peter. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, you know, um, I unlocked something for Miles. I want to try it out. So switching between Peter and Miles was pretty smooth. And I really liked it. The abilities between the two were also pretty fun to tinker with. And it was not overwhelming. So the venom powers i don't even know why they call them venom powers but that's a whole discussion for another time of miles was not overwhelming to all the gadgets and stuff like that in the beginning of the game that you use with peter and vice versa when peter gets the symbiote it it wasn't overwhelming when you switch between the two the different movesets the different gadgets the different abilities it didn't feel overwhelming. It wasn't something that was like, oh, wait, um, oh, you know, this is only something that Miles can do. Oh, I forgot. I, I pushed the wrong button and stuff like that. It wasn't overwhelming. The gadgets and abilities I thought were pretty easy to use. Uh, they were pretty diverse. The I know the first game, the, the 2000 uh, or the PS4, I was going to say 2004, uh, the PS4 game, the first Spider-Man, it, it felt like it had more gadgets than this one. That one did, did kind of made you utilize a lot of gadgets. This one, not so much. There were a few, but I felt like there weren't that many as the first game, nor, excuse me, as in Miles Morales. But still, I liked them. I, I thought they were... Uh, they were pretty fun to use and like I said the different abilities like the uh, the spider legs that Peter had and um, the all the venom powers that Miles Morales got which were more than what he had in his own standalone uh, game so I had fun using different combos that each one had w one gripe that I did have with the game and I'll talk about this later is that the enemies did feel pretty spongy. And I don't know if that was on purpose. So you could use more combos. I don't know if that is something that Insomniac decided to do. Because, hey, we want you to use all these gadgets. And then we want you to, to parry. So there's like a new parrying system. And we want you to kind of just have fun using all these combos. So we're going to make the villains spongy. Like, I don't know if it was intentional or not. But either way, I had fun with that. And, and about the villains being spongy, that's I'll talk about that later on. But I had fun with that. I really did. Um, the suits. <laughs> there was a lot of suits. Uh, a lot of classics that were kind of brought in from the first game uh, and then a lot of new suits that I personally had not seen ever there were some suits that I felt like okay you know are these like insomniac made them specifically for the game and, and there were some suits that I had to google and say okay like when does this suit come out uh, because I, I I don't I didn't know it existed so there was a lot of diversity with the suits and I thought it was awesome how each suit, well, at least not all, but some of them also had different color 
patterns to them. So you could unlock some suit, but then if you wanted it to be like all white or all black, for example, or like more blue than red. Uh, there was some that thing even had like an orange or like yellow tint to it. It was awesome. It was it was a lot of fun. I, I really liked that aspect of the tinkering with the suit. I know that these games are not necessarily RPGs, but it's almost like they wanted to add some RPG element to your, uh, you know, to your suits and stuff like that to kind of give the players a a choice of hey, you know, it's not just the Spider-Man suit, but what color do you want it and um, here's you know different varieties of how it can look uh, with, with however it is that, that that you want it to look one thing though that I wish they would have carried on from the first game are suit abilities the, the, this one didn't have any suit abilities and what I mean by that is in the first game in the PS4 game each suit had different abilities that you could unlock with that suit whether it was um you know maybe like like the the spider legs like the iron spider-man suit or um it was enhanced you know hip uh, attack power or maybe more vitality you know stuff like that so it gave you an incentive to unlock that suit i remember some suits had like you get extra gadgets or an extra slot for an extra gadget or something like that. So it gave you that incentive to unlock it. In this game, the suits didn't have any abilities. They didn't have, hey, unlock this one so you can have extra gadgets or uh, you can have more uh, hit points or your your defense is better or maybe time slows down when you have this suit on or you unlock that ability with this suit where time slows down when your your spider senses go off or something like that none of those suits had that so as as cool as they are and you know as a gamer maybe you're playing and you want to unlock everything it it, it did get to a point where i kind of really didn't care if i unlocked all of them Part of it was more of curiosity of, oh, you know, I kind of want to see how this looks. But that was it. Uh, after a while, I was like, oh, well, they really don't have any abilities um, that can help me. It was more of just, I'm kind of curious as to how it looks. But either way, I, I really liked the suits. It was awesome. Uh, another thing that I liked and that's kind of just overall gameplay stuff. So moving on to some of the story elements. I liked the opening of the game. And and when you get to fight Sandman, already it kind of throws you into this tutorial slash boss battle. Um, I know a lot of like From Software games do that. And I really like that about From Software games. So this game kind of did that where it's like, hey, here's, you know, a boss and slash tutorial. Although um, it, it was pretty easy. Like, of course, you know, you're Spider-Man, you defeat Sandman. I thought it was pretty funny, though, how as 
and you see this from the very beginning of the game, and I'll talk about it later, but there was one point where I thought it was kind of hilarious, because I was like, wait, how many years, or how, how many times has Spider-Man fought Sandman? But there was a point where Peter Parker, out of nowhere, he kind of just goes up to Sandman, kind of just Leroy Jenkins it, and just punches him right in the face, and then his fist gets stuck in the sand, and then he gets like thrown off and then it kind of starts like the next sequence of the tutorial i thought it was pretty funny because i was like well spider-man has fought sandman for quite some time I, you would think he would know that that move doesn't really work on sandman but it was kind of funny to see i don't know if that was just kind of one of those like hiccup moments but it was kind of funny to just see that i guess you could say brain fart from from spider-man so, the opening fight scene with Sandman was cool. I thought that there was going to be more with that, but that, that'll come later on when I talk about uh, the things that I wish probably could have been better, because there was, there was a lot of... It was like a big catastrophe type thing. So, keep that in mind with the Sandman. I liked Craven. I was not expecting for Craven to be as good as he was. Originally, when, of course, they announced this game and they showed that Craven was going to be the villain and then Venom, I thought that Craven was going to be kind of like a sideline villain, like he was going to be the first one to kind of just show up and then you kind of take care of him quickly and then you focus on Venom. No, it was it was the opposite. I really loved what they did with Craven. His his goons, like his his paramilitary group, his motives, the way it showed how and why he was hunting the villains in the first place. I really liked that he was hunting them because they were killers like him. He didn't want anything to do with Spider-Man until of course later on he sees that Spider-Man is a a worthy opponent, especially once he has the symbiote. But in the beginning, he was he was looking for that final hunt. And I really liked what they did with that. How he kind of just showed up, starts hunting down these villains. And, and we get to see Peter Parker kind of stick his nose in saying like whoa like who's this guy what's he doing in new york and then you know we kind of get to learn more about that so that was that was really good i enjoyed craven that, that was probably one of my favorite things about this game was how they treated craven um i also liked how the symbiote behaved with harry at first and then of course when it went to peter um, yeah, Harry wasn't obviously in, in, in the first game, and we finally get to meet him in this one. Um, the character models, I'm, I'm still not over that they changed Peter Parker back when Miles Morales came out. I know that maybe a lot of people have gotten used to it. It's grown on some people. I'm still a little salty about that. I think the character models were a little iffy. Um... And I, I don't know if that's a Sony thing. 
And the reason why I say that is because Horizon Forbidden West was the same. On the PS4, Aloy, I think, looked pretty good, character model-wise and everything. In the PS5, it's almost like they aged her a lot, when in the story, it, it only, it's, only, it's only been like six months between the first game and the second game. But Aloy looks really aged. It's like, it's like they thought really hard about how can we showcase the graphics of the PS5 by really showing every nook and cranny in a human face. All the wrinkles, the pores, the hair, everything. And it didn't look good. It, it, aesthetically, it just did not look good. It's like they were trying to go for that hyper-realism. I felt the same way with the character models in this game. I liked the voice acting, but the way that Harry, Peter, and Mary Jane looked, and even Miles, I don't know. It just, aesthetically, it just wasn't pleasing to the eye. That's just my opinion. And for you, maybe you don't care about that. Maybe for you, it's like, oh, well, you know, the graphics are better, it looks better, so who cares? But, I don't know, that that was something that I was like, man, you know, they're trying to go for the hyper-realism, and, and they just, they just did not look pleasing. They, look, they looked pretty ugly, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. But, it was nice seeing Harry, though. That I think that the actor did well, uh, voice acting and everything. And I really liked how the symbiote behaved with him, showing how strong he was, despite the illness that he had. Uh, I really liked how quickly we see the symbiote kind of gravitating towards Peter. Uh, once Harry's trying to get involved, what, what, what do you say, they're spider pals? <laughs> once Harry's trying to get involved, and then when... He, when Harry transfers the symbiote over to Peter, I really liked how we see the symbiote making Peter Parker stronger. We see how he starts to feel like he's a better Spider-Man. Um, he starts to be angrier from all the crime, from everything that's going on. I really liked that. I, I liked the progression that they were going. Now... Personally, I think that they could have done more with with the symbiote, but I digress. I'm going over just the things that I like. It was pretty good to see that. I enjoyed that. I did. I also like that we got to see Harry transform into Venom. Uh, a lot of people, I don't think, were expecting that. From the first game, the little teasers that we got, automatically like to make him um venom was was a bold move and i i think that they pulled it off well of just making him venom other things i think could have been better but i really liked that they use the symbiote as a big plot point and and what i mean by that is i liked that the symbiote wasn't just, oh, I'm going to go to like Eddie Brock or someone, some, you know, like whether it's like Eddie Brock or um, 
you know, the, the scorpion, you know, at, at some point, you know, the scorpion gets the symbiote and stuff like that. No, it was, it was Harry. So both of them knew, right, that who Peter Parker was, who Spider-Man was. And I really liked that they used that as a psychological aspect for Spider-Man because it wasn't just something about oh i hate spider-man it was more of a your own friends and family can turn against you spider-man and this is where things start to get really scary because it's not just that venom overpowers you but venom starts to really mess with your head and i liked that they made harry venom because of that I like that Harry was starting to get angry because Peter Parker wasn't giving back the symbiote and he was dying. He felt it. He was getting weak. He was dying. He wanted it back. He didn't want to go out that way. He was getting, he was having resentment towards Peter because he wouldn't give him, give the symbiote back. And Peter was starting to become a little bit of an asshole. So the transformation of Venom was great i think it was pretty cool and also we got to play as venom for like 10 minutes so (laughs) those 10 minutes was probably you know the the best part of the game um it was fun but again i i wish they would have done more with venom uh and and letting the player play more as him but anyway it was it was pretty cool i also liked that they teased carnage Uh, there was a lot of easter eggs obviously there was some easter eggs in the first game and there's some easter eggs in this one for all of like the big spider-man fans you know they'll be like oh wow you know they mentioned that name or that person came out for like 10 seconds but anyway uh, the the flame side quests and then we get to see that symbio in the capsule turn red and the guy mentioned carnage and then some names start get start getting thrown around as him and and wraith or, or is it yuri from the first game um yuri watanabe from the first game start throwing some names around and and of course Cletus Cassidy is in there so I liked that I was like okay so Carnage hopefully we get to see Carnage in the future whether it's a DLC or maybe he's gonna be a villain in the next game which at the end of the game it hints I guess who the villains may be uh Green Goblin dr octopus and maybe carnage but the way that the the way that they handled the villains in this game i do have a problem with that the the length of it and i'll go over that here in a little bit but i liked the teasing of carnage i like the whole flame thing and you know the the cult stuff so cletus cassidy cult leader sure you know why not makes perfect sense (laughs) you know carnage heck yeah so, those were the things that I liked about the game. They were enjoyable and cool. But, 
not everything, of course, is perfect. And there were some things as the game went on that I felt it kind of overstayed its welcome. Or it should have been longer. The reason why I say it kind of overstayed its welcome is because I was a little bit annoyed with how they executed some things story-wise. So the things that I didn't like, first and foremost, some of the gameplay, like I said earlier, some enemies were pretty spongy. And at first, I didn't mind it because, again, Spider-Man has a very easy flow to his fighting style that makes it fun. Him and Batman, you know, kind of like the Batman Arkham games. There's this flow that makes it really fun. I am kind of excited to see what they do with Wolverine. I I don't know uh, because Wolverine's fighting style I feel like isn't isn't very flowing. Like it doesn't he's he's very brutish, so I'm excited to see what they do with that. I'm sure they'll make it fun. But Spider-Man is a really, I think, easy hero to really have fun with because of how acrobatic he is and and all the different movesets that you can give him. Whether he's in midair or in the ground, he throws a lot of punches, a lot of kicks. It's almost like a dance for Spider-Man. So at first I was like, okay, fine. You can make the enemies pretty spongy. They can take punches and kicks like nothing. But as the game went on, especially towards like the last third of the game, when you have like the whole web of shadows type thing going on, it did start to get a little annoying. I was like, okay, this this is getting a little bit too much. And also, what I did not like was that we have some MJ missions. And in the first game, I don't know anyone who liked those MJ missions. I understand that they're trying to go for a different set of pace, maybe kind of let you have a backseat a little bit, do something like a stealth thing, even though Spider-Man is pretty good at stealth, so why not just put Spider-Man in that stealth situation? But anyway, one thing that really irked me though was that MJ all of a sudden in this game could knock out all of Craven's goons and all of the little symbiotes like nothing. She knocks them out with one little taser. But when you're playing as Spider-Man, all of a sudden the villains can take superhuman punches and kicks over and over and over again. There was a point after the first MJ mission that I did think, okay, Spider-Man needs to get that taser from her and you know, break it down, re-engineer it to where him and Miles have like these like brass knuckles or gauntlets made out of the same taser. Because I, no joke, I, I did put my controller down for a little bit and I was like, wait, what? Once she just tases them and they go down in, in one little shock and they're done. So I was like, okay, well... Can Peter have that? Can Miles have that? <laughs> you know, because I'm over here, like, exerting 
all these different combos on the enemies, but yet Mary Jane takes them out with like one little. Tzz. I was like, okay, all right. So that that was one thing that I was like, okay, I I, I don't I don't know if I liked. I didn't like it. I really didn't. Um, so that was kind of like the gameplay stuff. Story wise, I genuinely thought that Miles Morales' story didn't really jive with me. Uh, he, it's like they didn't know what to do with his story arc. I, I get that like Mr. Negative, um, took his father away and I didn't mind that. I didn't mind the him looking for Mr. Negative. I just felt like they, he really didn't do much. Like some of his missions were kind of like, oh yeah, I'm going to help my mom or i'm gonna help my girlfriend you know that that deaf girl that he's starts dating i can't even remember her name you get to play as her at one point which again i thought that was pretty dumb i was like come on man this is a spider-man game i want to play a spider-man not not a deaf girl spray painting graffiti but there were some things that uh his his story was it's like they didn't know what to do with him. While while Peter Parker was trying to find out who this Craven guy is. Yeah, some of the Miles Morales ones, I was like, oh, okay, well. I don't know how that relates to the big picture of finding Craven, but sure, you know, I like playing as Miles Morales. So that was one of my gripes with the story. I was like, I, I wish they would have done more with Miles Morales and actually given him something more towards the bigger picture of finding craven and 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 all that stuff um the the villains one thing that i did not like is that they didn't show all of the villains being killed by craven and it, it the, the pacing of the story is also what got me with how well they introduced craven i really I really, really wish that they would have made Craven the, the whole villain. And I think that there would have been nothing wrong with that. I mean, in, in the first game, right, they gave us the Sinister Six. And at the end, he gets to fight, you know, Dr. Octopus. Uh, in the Miles Morales game, they kind of just gave us Rhino, uh, his friend Finn, who happens to be... Um, the Tinker, or they name her the Tinker, which that was kind of it. And then, of course, like Roxon or Raxon, what, whatever the energy company was. With this one, with how well they did Craven, I, I really wish that they would have carried Craven on either towards the end. With what they did with Venom, I wish that they would have carried Craven towards the end. That's why I said earlier that at one point I felt like it overstayed its welcome. The game did. Because I, yeah, I really liked Craven, and I think that they could have done more with him. Shown us how he bests all of the other villains. They showed us how he killed Scorpion. I wish they would have showed us how he killed, like, the Vulture. Uh, I wish they would have showed us if he killed, you know, Rhino. 
um, it would have been awesome to see him just fight every villain. Like, oh, you you got Shocker out, kill him. Um, you got Electro out, kill him. Uh, the Lizard. I wish that I really liked what he did with hunting down Connors and then trying to turn him into the Lizard. Um, I I don't know. I mean, part of me was like, yeah, you know, kill him. <laughs> I, I wanted, I really wanted to see Craven hunt because it was pretty cool at first, especially when they showed us him killing Scorpion. I was like, okay, I want to see that with every villain. I want to see how, you know, maybe some people like J. Jonah Jameson could say, you know, he's doing what Spider-Man never could was wipe out these villains. And then there's maybe this dilemma inside peter that's like man you know i know i shouldn't save these guys but at the same time i believe that they could be reformed or i believe that they have a that they need a second chance like kind of what he had with tombstone but not all of them were out of course so it would have been nice to see um craven kind of just start slaughtering all of all of his his villains i know that this is a Spider-Man game, it's not dark. Spider-Man never gets dark. And it's a rated T for teen. So, it didn't have to be gory. But still, it w I think it would have been awesome to see that. Um, I didn't like the pacing of the story. That's, I'm just going to be honest. The last third where it becomes like Web of Shadows, you know, Venom Takeover. I, I did not like that. I didn't. I I liked Venom, but what they did with him, I did not like that. And the reason why is it felt too rushed. They they didn't make the game long enough. They didn't. And another thing that I didn't like about the Web of Shadows type thing, if they wanted to add Venom, okay. But just him. None of this using the symbiote to redo Web of Shadows storyline. None of this turning Mary Jane into Scream. Uh, none of that. I wish it would have just been just Venom. And the reason why I do have a problem with that is A, it felt too rushed. And B, catastrophe after catastrophe they have shown in this universe of Spider-Man. Which is starting to get old. So if they do make a DLC. Or in the third game. They make something where another catastrophe happens. Or you know what. If, if in the next game. New York is still as populated. As they've shown it to be. I'm, I'm probably not going to be as. Ecstatic to play the game. Because in the first game. We have Devil's Breath. Oh, you know, this big thing that if Spider-Man doesn't stop Mr. Negative and, you know, Devil's Breath, it's going to destroy all of New York. Okay. And then you have Silver Sable's paramilitary coming in, like in the DLC. You know, they, almost like a paramilitary takeover of New York. Which, the paramilitary really didn't... I mean, there weren't villains, but still. I mean, you did get to fight him as Spider-Man, but still. Like, it wasn't... Like, they were killing citizens or anything like that. But it, it was... Imagine yourself as a citizen. 
So you have Devil's Breath, all of a sudden some paramilitary and then the United States government isn't doing anything um, to, to take them out. Then you have another pil- paramilitary uh, energy company, Rax- Roxxon or whatever it is that's called in Miles Morales, that's basically building like nuclear warheads or the equivalent of a nuclear warhead or something like that. Um, in Harlem, you know, all over New York City, that towards the end of Miles Morales, you know, big explosion, fires, basically all of Harlem gets destroyed. And then you have Sandman's Rampage. So in the beginning of the game, like I said, when you're fighting Sandman, he destroys a lot. There's so much sand everywhere. It's a big catastrophe. And as the game goes on, or, or not as the game goes on, but from right there, you can explore the map. And there's these little fragments of Sandman's mind, as they put it, that you can unlock and then there'll, there'll be some dialogue and you kind of find out that he was being followed or that he was being hunted by Craven, and he's kind of panicking and he's like, no one believes me or I need to do something. Which was cool. But Sandman's Rampage, you know, you, you have that. I mean, he basically destroyed like a, a good chunk, you know, of the city. And then now you have Venom's takeover. You know, it's like, again, the same storyline of Web of Shadows. If you don't know what Web of Shadows is, it's a game that came out for the PlayStation 3 really fun honestly i think one of the best spider-man games out there um and and i i I have that game for like the psp as well so you have all of these catastrophes after catastrophes after catastrophes that it really makes it hard for me to believe that new york should be as heavily populated as it is in the games it makes it very hard to believe that all of these catastrophes are going on when you have the Avengers in New York, when you have Doctor Strange, because we've seen the Sanctum Sanctorum, even in this game, like we have Black Cat stealing something from Strange because she's trying to open up some portal to Paris, and then it gets taken away, and it gets replaced by like a little sticky note that says, hey, we're back from, you know, from Wong or something like that, to, to Miles Morales. Um... So you have the Avengers, you have Doctor Strange, you have Daredevil. The reason why I say Daredevil is because in in the first game, in the PS4 one, there's there's like an Easter egg where it has like Matt Murdock's business card and Peter talks about how this lawyer knew who he was or knew something about him being Spider-Man. It was like some like little Easter egg that obviously, of course, you're like, oh, you know, Daredevil. So I'm going to assume, okay, maybe Daredevil's like also present. And then, then you have two Spider-Man, or you have Spider-Man and then his sidekick, Miles Morales. Now you have this hero, Wraith, who is Yuri Watanabe. So you have all of these characters that can definitely do something and it's just catastrophe after catastrophe after catastrophe so when i saw (laughs) the the venom 
thing about we will heal the world and you know all the all the goo and everyone turning into symbiotes i did want to stop playing the game at that point because i really liked what they were going with craven and then it was like oh okay well they decide that venom's gonna kill craven okay now it's gonna be peter parker and miles versus venom oh wait no <laughs> now all of new york of course you know they're gonna they're gonna throw in the equivalent of one whole game into the last third of this game so that's something i did not like and i'm not afraid to really talk about it because again it, it, the story just needs to be better you know the, the pacing needs to be better when it comes to some of these projects so i did not like that uh, I, of course, I didn't, I already talked about, I didn't like MJ's missions, but I didn't like how she became Scream so quickly, and then she got rid of the symbiote so quickly as well, even though it took Peter Parker forever to get rid of it, even though Harry couldn't get rid of it. All of a sudden, Mary Jane's like, yeah, you know, let me just take it off, like I take off any piece of clothing, and then scream who wait what well, you know <laughs> so i i did think that it was unique though of using harry or peter's friends as the hosts for the symbiotes so again i i don't mind uh what they did with turning Harry into Venom. I don't mind the Web of Shadows type stuff. They showed Insomniac with the aesthetics of it. They showed that they could do it. They really did. But the execution was poorly. So I think that what they should have done instead was maybe save the symbiote web of shadows type stuff maybe for a dlc um they could have given us venom in the main game fight venom maybe he gets away or maybe yeah maybe he gets away and then for the dlc get a dlc that's gonna sell like hotcakes because everyone's gonna want to buy it where then you maybe do the web of shadows type stuff because now you have more time to flesh it out and it's nice to use the symbiote as like a plot device to really hurt Peter Parker because his best friend is Venom. And then, yeah, you know, you make his girlfriend scream. You give Mary Jane maybe more time to make her scream. But also, that gives us time to maybe utilize other characters that can also become hosts for the other symbiotes like Riot, Phage, uh, Lasher, Agony... And then, of course, you teased Carnage. So, if they wanted to make Mary Jane scream, again, I wish that they would have executed it properly. Imagine a DLC where it's like, hey, Venom gets away, and Craven is maybe like the only villain that gets killed in the main game. But don't worry, Venom's gonna return. You have a DLC where Venom then... You know, he wants revenge because he got his ass kicked in the base game. 
And then that's when you start the whole Web of Shadows type stuff. And then you have characters that either mean a lot to Peter or, or they don't have to mean anything. But maybe you just have random characters who turn it again into like Agony, into Lasher, into Phage, into Riot. And for those of you that don't know, they are um, in Scream as well. They are the um, original, I guess you could say, uh, children of Venom that when Venom arrives on Earth, he he does um, produce Scream, Agony, Lasher, Phage, and Riot. And then, of course, Carnage, and then after Carnage is Toxin. So, you could have done something where big boss battles against all of those symbiotes, and then, of course, the last one is Venom. It gives more sustenance to the whole Web of Shadows, take over New York type thing. And also, heck, you know, give the players the chance to play as Venom. So, anyone, <laughs> you know, that DLC would sell like hotcakes. Uh, you give the players the ability to, hey, you know, do you want to free roam as Venom and cause havoc on New York City? Or do you rather play as Peter Parker and try to save the city? Because that's... That's what Web of Shadows did in the PS3. It gave you an option. Like, you had choices. You had choices to make as good Peter Parker when you had, like, the regular Spider-Man suit or evil Peter Parker. You know, of course, like, you let the symbiote take over you as as the black suit Spider-Man. So, again, they could have done that with the DLC. You know, you want to choose your path and... If you pick like Venom or something, they could have played it out to where maybe the next game, Spider-Man 3, you give players the option to pick, okay, what ending did you pick in the DLC? Did you pick the Peter Parker ending, which is the good ending, I guess you could say, or the Venom ending, which is the bad ending? And then that maybe dictates of either, oh, Venom is locked away and he's going to escape later. Or in the third game, oh, if you picked the Venom ending, that means that Venom is actually loose and he's out and about and he didn't really get killed or he didn't get locked away or anything, you know, in the third game. So maybe you have that option to play him early or something. I don't know. Other games have done it. Trust me. Insomniac could do it too. It's not, it's not a difficult thing, a thing to do. But those were, that, that was something I didn't like. I, I did not like how they treated the whole symbiote thing. It was too rushed, too fast. Um, Spider-Man goes on this apology world tour. It's like they, they just <laughs> made him sad. I don't know. It was pretty, it, it sucked plain as him and then everything every little thing he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i could have done better it's like dude you're spider-man like all he was was just a, an asshole <laughs> he was just being sarcastic when he had the symbiote and then all of a sudden everyone was like oh you know you've changed peter uh, well, of course uh, the, there's so much going on of course he changed the only, his only crimes was that he didn't answer his phone. That, that's, that's literally some dialogue when 
Miles Morales saves Peter from from the symbiote and you're Miles Morales and you're fighting Peter Parker because he's the boss fight and you're trying to save him from the symbiote that's one of the dialogues that's some dialogue that Miles says you don't even answer my phones anymore man so at that point I was like oh lord like yeah the game is going downhill and I felt like it did felt like it did um everyone he had to apologize to everyone even miles's mom he was like oh i'm sorry i'll answer my phone from here on out and then she was like you better now go help my son it's like what so that was parker's only crime like that's when everyone decides that oh you've changed is when he doesn't answer his phone and he's a little bit stressed out and he's like, oh my gosh, you know, like I have to do everything because I'm Spider-Man. These people can't even take care of themselves. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Peter, you have to apologize because you're not being yourself. It's like they cucked him, man. At that point, I was like, okay, yeah, this game is kind of going downhill. So, yeah, the last third for me sucked. I didn't like it. I think that they should have extended it or just not included it at all. And done something different to where you give us Venom and then maybe kind of end it right then and there. Or do something to where it gives us a cool ending where we know, okay, there's going to be a third game. Uh, there's going to be something that maybe we're going to get a DLC where we get to see Venom again and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, those were some of the things that I did not like. What I think would have been better is for, for the story, first and foremost, it was a fun game overall. Overall, I'm going to admit it was a really fun game. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I think what could have been better was the pacing. Either make it really long so you can have that extended play of Venom and the symbiote doing all those things or cut it to where it should have ended maybe like about you know once once Venom gets introduced and then he kills Craven um, another thing is I wish they would have done more with showing us how the symbiote really affects Peter Parker they were doing a good job I think that it could have been better by making him actually maybe make Peter Parker be the one to kill Craven. Again, I know that Spider-Man doesn't ever really get that dark. This is a rated T for teen game. But I think just picture the symbiote really taking over Peter Parker and he, f he kills his first villain. Like, Peter Parker has this rule of he doesn't kill. And he's finally had enough. Craven is pushing him, he's edging him on. And Peter finally snaps. And he does kill him. And you could say that he was about to until Miles Morales kind of came in, like got in the way. And then that's when that Miles and Peter fight happens. But I think it would have had more impact on Peter's 
uh, psychology, it would have it would have had more impact on him emotionally if he actually went through, killed Craven. Craven would have been like, yes, you know, this is what I want. Give in, you know, give it your all because you're holding back. And he does kill Craven. And then that's when we see Peter say, I've gone too far. This is it. It's too much. I need to get rid of this. I need to be saved. I, 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 something needs to change. And then that's when he starts, you know, trying to get rid of the symbiote. I think that maybe, I don't know, personally, I know everyone has an opinion on how they would carry the story. I, I probably would have gone that route if I was the one writing it. Just because I would have wanted, I would have wanted to show the symbiote really push Peter to the, like, over the edge. Where Peter says, enough is enough. Because I feel like what the symbiote did, like, we were seeing that point. But then really all they showed was just him, what, not answer his phone calls? And then be like a little bit of a smartass? I guess you could say he was holding off. Like, Harry was slowly dying because he wasn't returning the symbiote. But, I mean, that's... That's really all he did was, hey, I'm not going to answer my phone. And I'm getting a little angsty where I'm starting to become sarcastic. Like, oh, you know, now I need to apologize to the whole world. I'm such a bad guy, everyone. So, yeah, I, I think they, they could have, I don't know, maybe done better. Really make that the symbiote like get inside peter where he finally like you know maybe does his first kill his first and only so that um again you know having venom kill craven wasn't bad either so i guess that's just what they decided to go with okay uh another thing is i wish that they would have allowed the player to play more as venom I don't know. Figure something out to where... Instead of giving us the whole Web of Shadows thing, maybe make Venom rampage through New York. Give the player the option to, hey, you know, get out there and... You either want to be Venom for the last fight or something, or you want to be Peter Parker. I don't know. Done something where we see how much of a threat Venom is without getting over the top and destroying all of New York. We see how much he really is a threat to Peter. And then, you know, that kind of leads into a DLC uh, where you then have more time to flesh out the Web of Shadows type stuff. So, those are some things that I wish that they would have done better. Of course, gotten rid of all the MJ missions. I understand that you want to make her be useful. I understand that she wants to help. I get it. Every Batman needs his Alfred. Every Punisher needs his Micro. Um, you know, I, I I understand. Like everyone, everyone needs you know that extra pair of eyes in the sky. You could say. I get it. Every Daredevil, right? <laughs> needs his uh you know his 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 partner um oh my gosh i forgot i forgot uh 
other the other guy that helps Daredevil. But anyway, um, I get it. Like, there's a lot of heroes that they have their non-superhuman, you know, type person that helps out and every now and then, you know, maybe is able to save them and stuff like that. It's nothing new. But I didn't like that they interjected Mary Jane into, yeah, let me get myself in danger and then take out the villains that have been hard to take out with just one little taser and take them out in one shot. One shot, one kill. Like that that's what they were. They were one shot, one kill. It made it dull. There was really no suspense to it. And it made it dumb. You're giving me a Spider-Man game with two Spider-Men. You're making me play a third-person shooter where it just takes one little zap to take out these big brutish you know supposedly big mercenaries or uh you know symbiotes and it's like okay i i wish that they would make mary jane help with a different route she's a reporter she's a journalist she doesn't need to get in with a taser with a gun and start killing goons she could do it a different way. And so that's one thing that I wish that they would have done better with Mary Jane is, yeah, make her useful, but make her useful where the player doesn't hate her. Because af after the game, I'm not going to lie, I do dislike her. Hate's a powerful word. I hate her. Yeah, I don't like Mary Jane in this. After this game, I didn't. I, I don't like her. I don't. Um... I wish that they would have done better with her. Uh, another thing is that I think they could have done better, which really irked me as the game went on. And I don't know if I don't know if anyone noticed this. And, and you, as a listener, you let me know if you noticed this. You know, send me a message like on Instagram or something. But it really pissed me off how they made Peter Parker dumb when he's supposed to be this genius. So this whole time, Peter Parker has been struggling with his life between being Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And that's something that we see in the first game. That's something that we see with Miles Morales. That's something that we see with this game in the very beginning through flashbacks where Aunt May is telling Peter... You need to have balance. This guy's supposed to be some genius, right? You have missions where he's talking about, oh, you know, you can do this and that and all these fancy scientific words about, oh, helping the world and if you do this and how we can, you know, clean energy and helping the environment and, oh, let me do this little tech thing and now all of a sudden I have a new gadget that can take down multiple goons at once you paint him as this genius but yet motherfucker still can't figure out how to have balance in his life between okay maybe at night i can be spider-man during the day i'm peter parker there's again there's so many heroes because they've established in this new york there's the avengers and there's uh dr strange 
if there's a robbery somewhere, they could probably handle it. You know, someone can handle it during the day. Or if he wants to be Spider-Man for like two hours, okay. And then go be Peter Parker. Time is not an issue. Dude can get from one side of New York to the other side in like 30 seconds. So it's not like, oh man, you know, but it's an hour by the time I take the subway. Cut the shit. Like, again, especially with the gliding, you can get from one side of New York City to the other side in like 30 seconds. Maybe even a minute. So... You're telling me that dude can't figure out when to be Spider-Man and when to be Peter. Everyone knows he's Spider-Man. I mean, his girlfriend knows. His best friends know. Or you can say, like, you know, like Miles Morales knows. Harry knows, obviously. He finds out. So, you, you can't come up with a schedule and say, hey, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or something, or every Monday... Wednesday, Friday, or every weekend, you know, for this many hours, I'm Spider-Man. For this many hours, I'm personal life. If something goes on, uh, you know, cops got it, or or we trade off, I don't know, Miles, you put, like cops, you know, you patrol this time, I patrol that time. Uh, it's, it's, it was unbearable. I'm not gonna lie, it was unbearable some points of the game where I was like how old is he and he's supposed to be this genius right this scientific prodigy right they always paint Peter Parker as some really smart guy but yeah he's really fucking dumb I'm I'm, I'm sorry but they just make him stupid with oh you know I need to hang up being Spider-Man because it's just so much it's like Dude, how old are you? Like, all these years of Spider-Man, you still haven't figured it out. I can understand with Miles. Because with Miles, he's probably like, oh no, I gotta be there all the time. But with Peter, with all of the lessons that he has learned, all of the villains that he has fought, all of the experience that he has, you'd think that he would have already figured it out. But... You know, of course, it's a it's a it's a superhero story. Logic is thrown out the window. They make them really smart, but then really stupid at the same time. So maybe I'm just overthinking it. I don't know. Maybe I'm the dumb one. But that was one gripe that I really had was the stupidity of Peter Parker and Miles Morales too. I mean, you know, they again, him and Peter are like the same person. Uh, these tech whiz kids. Uh, they're all about science. Oh, you know, like I'm all about, you know, being the top of my class and really into school. But I can't figure out when to say no. Or I can't make a schedule to, okay, this time is personal stuff. That time is Spider-Man stuff. So it, it, it gets annoying. I get it that if they did that and then you wouldn't have a game, but I don't know. It just gets annoying because I know that I know that there's going to be a DLC. Oh, I don't, I don't a hundred percent sure. No, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be a DLC. I'm pretty sure there's probably, who knows? Maybe they're going to have another Miles Morales game, Miles Morales two. And then they're probably going to come up with a Spider-Man three. 
And it's going to be the same thing. You know, I'm Spider-Man. The city needs me. No, but Peter, we're married now or whatever. You have a family now. I need you. Well, it's either me or the city, Peter. You know, it's going to be some stupid shit that's going to be like, come on, man. How old are you? you? You cannot figure it out still to say, okay, what what time? Wait, wait, when can I be Spider-Man? When do I need to be a family man? I don't know. It's, it's going to be an ongoing thing because, of course, they need to add drama where maybe there doesn't need to be any. But yeah, so those are the things that I wish they could have done better. I hope that we get to see that um, in the next games. The pacing, uh, the writing was okay. There were some parts that I thought the writing was kind of dumb, but it wasn't the whole game. So the writing, you know, could be fleshed out a little bit. But the pacing and the direction that that they take um, these stories, I hope it gets better in the next projects that they have coming up with Spider-Man. If they do give us DLC, it'll be interesting if we're just going to play as Miles Morales. I know at the end of the game, some people are saying, oh, like, uh, whoa, whoa, what's the Spider-Girl's Scarlet uh, Web or something like that was was introduced uh, just because they threw in a name. They threw in like one name and I saw everyone online was um, like, you know, freaking out and whatnot. So Silk, Silk. Um, Yeah, they threw in like Silk's name. So who knows? Maybe the DLC will get to play as Smiles and her or whatnot. Um, Or maybe still as Peter Parker. In the third game, maybe we may get Green Goblin uh, Carnage, or if there is a DLC, maybe it will be Carnage, and some remnants of the symbiote are still left out there. Who knows? Who knows? But I do hope that the pacing gets better. And if the story needs to be longer, absolutely. This was a really fun game. It was fun. It had a lot to do. I like big open worlds like that, where there's like a lot of things to do. It's it's cool. It's interesting to uh, do some sides, some side missions and to find uh, different collectibles and stuff like that. I'm a big RPG guy. I love role-playing games. Um, I love to explore. But uh, I, it's okay, I think, to make the game longer and give us more of that just so you can flesh out Maybe the Venom stuff. If they wanted to do the Web of Shadows and they were adamant on, no, this is how we want to showcase how menacing Venom can be. Make the game longer. It just felt too rushed, too short at the end, which left a bad taste. It started off great. It ended with me saying, what the hell? I did. The ending was a little underwhelming, and I was like, ah, man, you know, this game started off well, and it ended poorly. They didn't stick the landing for me. But overall, it was a lot of fun. I liked the gameplay, I liked the traversal. I liked moving around the city and, 
you know, all the fighting that you can do, all the different uh, combos and abilities that each one has. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what they flesh out for the next Spider-Man one. And I hope you enjoyed it too. Uh, if you agree with some of the things that I said or disagree, you know, let me know. Um, I don't know really how to have a lot of contact with the listeners, uh, with, with a podcast and stuff like that. Um, I know some platforms, they don't allow you to just put comments, things like that. So that's why I said, you know, reach out to me like on Instagram and, and I'll be able to answer questions and things like that. If not, I could probably think about doing like some blog thing in the future where, you know, I can answer questions and stuff like that, but that'll be something for the future. And I'll, if I ever do set something up like that, of course, I'll let y'all know. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed the game. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around. Like I said, um, go ahead and, you know, check out my other project, Aditio et Motivum. It's a mental health podcast. I'm a mental health professional. Uh, I have two episodes out right now. I also... Uh, we're planning on doing monthly with that podcast and then monthly with this one. So it's not going to be, I know the frequency might not be that much, but um, I hope, you know, just you learn something and, and you have fun listening to this maybe while you're driving or doing some chores. But yeah, uh, thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed and I will cue that music.